Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today we are sitting down with Mr. Josh Hellman and uh, Mr. Toby Hackfield joined us again. What's up, Toby? Just hanging in there, man. Like a hair in a biscuit? Yeah, just hanging in there. Uh, Tobias? Tobias. Can't get rid of me. It is Tobias, right? right. It's actually Charles. Charles. Well, how did you come up with Toby? When I was two years old, everybody called me Chucky. That was my name. Because of the movie? No, my name is Charles. So they they called me Chucky. That was the nickname. Chucky has nothing to do with Toby. No. Um, When they decided, when my parents got divorced, my mom didn't like the name. She didn't like the name when I... Or the kid. Or the kid. So she wanted to name me Toby. And he said, no. So she decided, and, and they came up with a name based on an Elvis movie. His name was Toby in one of these movies. And she said, that's what I'm going to call you. So from then on, she just... I'm sorry. She just started calling me that. That's you how like I can... It? Um, yeah. it work, I'm Charles. So Toby's mom is also a, a, a big Betty Boop fan. What if we just said, what's up, Chuck? My sister calls me that. Chuck? Chucky. Chucky! Like the movie. Yep, absolutely. All right. So today... Uh, we digress, and today we are here, and we've got three bottles in front of us. And today we're going to talk about three of the silver dollar picks that Larry Rice so graciously put out during, I want to say March, April, and May. I could be a little off on the timeline, but there are three bottles that I have here in my collection that are the silver dollar single barrel selects that he put out um, in an effort to keep employees afloat, so graciously to keep employees afloat and to support the business of the silver dollar and the pearl uh, during COVID because we're still here in COVID crap. Uh, So we've got three bottles we're going to taste today, but they're all three single barrels that the pearl silver dollar Larry Rice selected. The first one is a Colonel E.H. Taylor single barrel bottled in bond, 100 proof. And that's really all. I don't think I've got the tasting notes. Scott, any chance you've got the tasting notes on any of that stuff? I actually do not. Um, I probably could look through Google old text threads or something and maybe find it, but it would it would take me quite a while. So, so these are all three single barrels that I picked up as a part of my large donation to the silver dollar that I made that my wife thinks I probably spent about a hundred bucks on. You spent sixty dollars, twenty dollars a bottle, and that's the rule. Yeah, and we probably multiply that by ten. Uh-huh. But yes, um, the first trip around to the silver dollar, I think I was shocked at what I spent. But hey. These are all the two bottles that were open, and we just cracked open a fresh one tonight that I've not opened, but one I'm really looking forward to trying. So we've got Colonel E.H. Taylor's Single Barrel. Wild Turkey. The Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit, which, oh my God, I love the turkey. And everyone's favorite that apparently they stand in line for, and they're selling on the secondary market for crazy amounts. Well or foolproof? Well or foolproof. And I think, all right, so the E.H. Taylor single barrel bottled in bond, obviously 100 proof. The Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit single barrel 101 proof. I think I could say that without even knowing. And the Weller full proof. 114. At 114 proof. So I'll say I recall, and I could be recalling incorrectly, but I recall that the Silver Dollar number two store pick is supposed to be a cotton candy. Um, you're supposed to pull a whole lot of cotton candy flavors out of that one. But 
These are the only single barrels that I have of Weller Foolproof and Colonel Taylor single barrels, uh, E.H. Taylor single barrels. So I don't have anything to compare them to. I've had multiple and a whole lot of really good Kentucky Spirit single barrels. But just so we're all clear today, the only Weller Foolproof and the only Colonel Taylor single barrels I've had are the ones from Silver Dollar. So E.H. Taylor, I've never been a huge fan of and I, I love the small batch so lots of people like the small batch some people like the single the, but you know, i guess it's the rye the small rye or but what, for 35 bucks the small batch is a really good bottle for a guy that doesn't like wheat yes if I you can get it for 35 dollars this is the high rye of the buffalo trace mash bill so this is coming off of basically i guess similar of the buffalo trace slash uh sazerac rye blend so well, actually, Sazerac Rye is an actual rye, but of the Buffalo Traces. So. I'll, I'll digress. I do really enjoy the Sazerac Rye, the baby <clears throat> Saz, as they call it. Yeah, the baby Saz. So I, I will say this is their high rye blend. Um, I'm not been a huge E.H. Taylor fan. It's uh, a high rye blend? Yeah, it's a high rye blend. Uh, I will say of the E.H. Taylors, the four grain has been my favorite. Which is, um, I think it's still a high rye as far as like it's, it's, I think that's the highest of the four grains outside of corn, obviously, with it being 51%. Or I love more. corn. Um, so that being said, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this one a, a whirl and, and kind of give people my honest assessment on this, uh, EH Taylor. The nose up front is, is, it's actually fantastic. It's got a great nose, um, lots of different sweet. Uh, caramely notes and you get a little bit of that high rye like smell um, but not like your typical um, what I consider your typical suit so when I when I smell an E.H. Taylor I typically get more of that minty flavor like I don't typically like a mint um, you, you should use a mint every once in a while though it'll help your breath <laughs> wow you went there that's what Becky said <laughs> that's what she said okay so I just Googled, um, while you were talking, I Googled E.H. Taylor single barrel mash bill, and it says undisclosed. That's underwhelming to me to not have a clue what the uh, mash bill is, but it says 10% rye or less. Let me let me look at my magic phone and see if I can find something different. You got a better Google than I do? It's not that I have a better Google. I have a picture of the original Buffalo Trace mash bills. He said he is a better Googler. Well, he's pretty good at Googling. So anyways, I did... So this bottle has been opened. My Googliness. I want to say this bottle got acquired in March or May. I can't recall. The Silver Dollar ended up doing two... They might have done three, but I didn't get in on the third one. Uh, two or three of their COVID uh, come by our bourbon and help save, which was an awesome thing for Larry Rice to do. Dude, anytime you can keep your employees employed and not working them, that's a super awesome, fantastic thing you can do for your people. So, Larry, salute to you and Miss Susie. Absolutely. Um, awesome thing to do for your employees. And the bourbon, the Louisville bourbon community, obviously loved it as they went out and bought it in droves of, oh, every 15 minutes was sold out, so... This was my first opportunity to get an E.H. Taylor single barrel. Opened it up. 
I want to say maybe the day I bought it because that's what I do. I open bottles typically the day I buy them. And honestly, I didn't like it the first day. I didn't really care for it. But as I've come back to it, it's down below the neck. It's maybe an eighth of the way through the bottle. Come back to it, and it is really good. I, I And I don't know why. Why do you think that changes? Scott tells me it oxidizes and oxygen and open it up and chemical changes. And I'm a civil engineer. I understand roads and commodes and drinking beer and playing in the dirt. I don't really understand chemistry. So tell us about the commodes. You flush and it goes down. Okay. So looking at my favorite little uh, chart here, the E.H. Taylor... It looks like all E.H. Taylor, other than the actual E.H. Taylor rye, is what they consider a low rye, which is 10% less, ten percent or less mash bill. So it's Buffalo Trace, Old Charter, Old Charter uh, Single Barrel. Um, Just tell us. Any E.H. Taylor, but it's it's in that less than 10% or less on the rye bill. But it, it, this is obviously a four grain in that situation. Is it a weeder? No. Well, it would have wheat in it, but it's saying that it's a low rye, which means that wheat would be less than the rye component. So it's high corn. But it doesn't tell us the mash bill. It does not say the exact mash bill. No. Damn you, Buffalo Trace, for not telling us your mash bill. So what falls under what they consider mash bill one is, like I said, Buffalo Trace, Old Charter 1 and 2, all the E.H. Taylors, GTS, Stag Jr., Eagle Rare 17, Eagle Rare 10-year, Benchmark and their white dog. Yay, Benchmark. So this is the same or similar mash bill to those in that group. Okay. So, I mean, I'm a profound high corn, high rye guy. I do enjoy this bottle. It is, I didn't enjoy it the first day I opened it, but I do enjoy it. It's very, I don't know, It. it's consistent now. It's... It's a smooth, it's a not any burn. There's no burn at all, in my opinion. You're going to hit it, and you're going to love it. Wait, what have you been drinking today that this has no burn? This burned the crap out of my tongue. Really? Are you serious? Yeah. Not I, not a huge fan. Well, Toby, as I've said once, and I'll probably say a million times, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. There you go. So at breakfast, I typically start with a high corn whiskey. Uh, whether it's Russell's Reserve or whether it's Kentucky Spirit or whether it's Old Forester, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. So, we've tried a lot of different things in this podcast, uh, the Bourbon Barrel Talk podcast. We we've had a lot of different tastings. We've went to a lot of different distilleries. We've done a lot of different things. This is not one of the ones that I would put at the top of my list. You would be opposite of a lot of taters. I understand that. But yeah. you are a tater. Scott, what do you think? So, I, I love the nose on this. That being said, when I when I drink it, like, I'm not a huge E.H. Taylor fan, but I will say, of the E.H. Taylors, next to Four Green, I will say Single Barrel is probably my favorite. So, I have not had the opportunity to try anything E.H. Taylor other than Single Barrel and Small Batch. I haven't had Amaranth God of the Grains or Four Grain or... Um, I've not had Cured Wood. Barrel I've proof. not had Seasoned Wood. I've not had Tornado House 45 or whatever that shit is. 18-year marriage. 
Oh, I have not had that either. No, nope. I'd love to try some of those things. And if anybody's got them and would love to be on the podcast and let us sample, absolutely. We'll, for we free, will come to your love, house. We'll be there tomorrow. So just go ahead and text Scott. We'll at, bring food. Uh, Bourbon Barrel Talk at gmail dot com. That's we'll not be there. texting. That's emailing. Damn it, Scott! You can you can DM me at Bourbon Barrel Talk. All right, Scott's right. So this is a really good wait bottle. Minute, wait a minute, could you repeat that for me? <laughs> I don't Bur- hear that very he, he often. He can replete that right now. Replete that. <laughs> <laughs> Bourbon Barrel Talk at gmail.com. We will receive those emails and we'll be over tomorrow. No, I meant the part where you said I was right. I forget. Did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, it's a smooth bourbon. Uh, I don't get a whole lot on the nose on this thing. I don't get. You don't get a whole lot on the nose? I don't. Really? It could be that I burned it with whatever Russell's Reserve I was drinking earlier. It's a possibility. It may be the fact that we were eating pub cheese. Did you say pub pub cheese or pump cheese? Pub. Oh, pub cheese. Either way. All right. Okay. So it's an enjoyable drink. I I have enjoyed it. We're maybe uh, a third of the way through it. I don't know. Um, we're it's a good bottle. It's past the shoulder, which is the oxidation point. It's past the shoulder, past the neck. It's below the label, the top of the label, and it sat open for probably four months. And I felt like I really needed to save this bottle because I paid a fair dollar for it when I bought it from Silver Dollar. But reality is, it's a pretty good pour. It it is a good pour. Um, I've had a couple of other single barrels, so I've had the Coxes. And then I've had a couple of that are just standard single barrels that weren't store pricks. Store picks. Store pricks. A store. <laughs> I was thinking about you, Toby, when I said prick. <laughs> wow, we digress. Let's move so, on. So, of the store picks and of the regular single barrels that I've had, I will say this is. It's a little off flavor profile from the other ones that I've tried. Which single barrels are typically off profile. Right. So I, I wonder um, what made Susie and, and, and Larry pick this one. And that's, ooh, that, I love that sound. That, that doesn't get old. Um, but it's got a really, really heavy sweet smell up front. Um, and it's not, with it being, I guess, that Buffalo Trace mash bill or at least similar to that muscle buffalo trace mash bill it is definitely not the same that i would consider on that buffalo buffalo trace side and and i struggle with that conversation because as you guys know i'm a very high corn high rye low to no wheat fan and the the typical russell's old foe knob creek they end up being my go-to so I do struggle with some of these weeders. And even though this may not be considered a weeder in, in that tense, I, um, I've, I've struggled to decide if I like it, but it's a, it's a solid pour. Um, I feel like I need to be a part of the Tater fan club where I love everything that comes out of Sazerac and Buffalo trace brands. It's not bad. It's not, it would not be my daily drinker if I could afford to have an E.H. Taylor single barrel bottle and bond as my daily drinker. I don't disagree with what you're saying there. Um, of the Buffalo Trace products, like I said, E.H. Taylor is probably one of my least favorites. Um, but I, I will say, I, I thought this was a good pick. I, 
I, I enjoy it. I, I agree with you. I did not agree with you when I first opened the bottle. And we've had that discussion umpteenth times that, you know, you let that bottle sit for a little while and something changes in it once you get it down below the neck. And this is one of those bottles that I enjoyed more after we got it down below the neck. So I like it. I will eventually drink it, but I'm probably going to just leave it sitting around for friends that come over and say, hey, I want to try that single barrel. You know, that that's one of the things I really like about you and josh i can even say one of the things i really love about you and josh is the wait I mean, wait wait sorry, i am not, josh you and, you and matt is the fact that you and guys josh. and josh so matt and josh are very giving high, high corn fanboy they're they're very giving gentlemen right like there's nothing in their i guess stable of bourbon that they won't let you try bourbon is for drinking and you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning absolutely so I do appreciate the fact that you are willing to share just about anything and everything that's that's sitting in your little bunker. So I will tell you that I am super, super excited at what bottle number two is that's going to be opened. And it is also a silver dollar pick. So if you have not figured it out yet, today's podcast is going to be about silver dollar picks. This is a wild turkey, Kentucky spirit. Silver dollar barreled on eleven ten oh nine, and let's see, it was bottled on four eight nineteen, so just a hair under ten years, if I if my math is right today. Hundred and one proof wild turkey Kentucky spirit. I had a friend that turned me on to Kentucky spirit about a year and a half ago, and I just want to give that big friend a hug that he turned me on to Kentucky spirit because. But you love Russell's Reserve, and, but, and you even like Wild Turkey 101, even after you got past the initial, like, hot. this is shit in college I didn't really like. Yes, so I had a friend that turned me back onto Wild Turkey brands post-college, and that friend did me a great service to say, hey, you need to go back and try this, and, and that is 100% it. This Kentucky spirit, I've been so excited to wait and open it, and I wanted to open it with friends, and I'm glad that Scott and Toby that you're both here today to open it with me because I was told that this bottle, which is barrel number 180697, that that barrel is phenomenal. Phenomenal. So this is I agree with that. This is 101 proof, just like Wild Turkey 101, correct? Yes. So... Is so it, much of what it, comes out of wild turkey is 101 proof. Right. I, What's the reasoning before that? I have no idea. Toby. Okay. Just a cool number. I don't know. Huh? I don't know. I think that they like to be just outside the box. I, I heard that if you mix the 101 and Bacardi 151, it adds up to 252 and makes a really cool thing. <laughs> okay. Scott's doing the math in his Scott's head. Scott's trying to do the math in his head. What? <laughs> Wild Turkey 101 and Bacardi 151 add up to a 252. That doesn't make sense. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways. I, I don't know why you would put um, bourbon and rum together unless you were talking about fortuitous union. Nope. Anyways. Rolling for it. So we talked about the E.H. Taylor. And anyways, so here we are, Wild Turkey, which is like my number two jam, as we've decided. I think you you kind of went to Knob Creek being your number two. Boom shaka. It might be. 
I don't know. It, it passes back and forth. And over the winter, I'll probably say that Wild Turkey is my number two jam. Um, Wild Turkey is a love of bourbon. And I typically, it's my six-month winter kind of drink where um, Old Foe is 100% all the time. Wild Turkey, I think, is more of a winter drink. And Knob Creek, I may enjoy more in the summer. What do you think? I get that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It it makes sense in my head, but it may not really make sense. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, when, they're super very similar mash bills. They are very similar mash bills. And something gets stuck in your head, and you're like, you know what? I drink wild turkey in the winter because it keeps me warm, and old foe in the summer because it keeps me cool. Scott, what do you think? You just took a big sip of this Kentucky spirit. And really, the reality is we should come back and do all of the – now. Kentucky Spirit's the only one that we crack the cork on today, the pop on. So we should come back and try it in a couple of weeks or a month and see if it changes. But what do you think? In in my opinion, you can never go wrong with a wild turkey pick. Gobble, 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 gobble. Um, but this one, I, I'm going to tell you what, this is thunder. Like, I, I really, really enjoy this pick. There was lightning before the thunder. But... Uh, Super good caramel vanilla. Um, I get a little citrus on this, especially on the nose, like on the, on the front piece. I get some citrus, like maybe like a like a citrusly like orange, maybe like a, a lemon on the nose. But like outside of that, I mean, like this is a this is a sugar bomb. Like I, I love the the palate on I, this one. I hear you on the sugar bomb, and I just I took that drink zero post burn. There is no Wild Turkey 101 kind of burn in this thing for me. None. No. Yeah. It does not have the same rye, even though it's very similar mash bill as that, that, that Wild Turkey 101. It definitely does not have that burn. And I think it has something to do with the age of it. I'm really glad we opened this bottle today because I had set it aside as a bottle that I wanted to take to a social event that I'm going here in a couple of weeks, but I wanted to have this thing open before I go. So I could decide if I liked it. No, that was a wise decision, but, uh, this so where is, are we going in a couple of weeks? Oh, I'm sorry. Scott and I are going, but you aren't invited, Toby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get this and, um, I, I probably use this a little bit more than I should as far as like a, a flavor. adjunct when I turn viscousy. <laughs> That's Toby's favorite word. No, he likes I've, I've actually never said that. The thickness of it. Yeah. I bet he does. It is got a. It is very heavy, and it does have uh, some viscosity to it that um, that is very... Um, it sticks to the glass. But I will say that, man, this is just super, super creme brulee. Like, I mean, like, if I can think of a creme brulee, like, in a glass... That charred brown sugar flavor, I get and high, heavy vanilla, high vanilla and high caramel in this yeah. thing. Yes, caramel, caramel. High, that's right. High vanilla. Nobody says caramel. Who the hell says caramel? Those who notice that there are two A's in it. High vanilla and high caramel. So, Toby, what do you think? It's it's great in the sense that. Um, it gives you great flavor. There's not a lot of mouth burn. 
it, there's not a lot of that that Kentucky hug, so it's not grabbing you all the way down. It's not grabbing me anywhere, bro. Yeah, it's just it's just a great flavor. It's like you. It's like you're opening up a bottle. Of it something is one oh one. It's not one twenty. Scott, do you have another one of these bottles? Yes, I do. What do you want for it? <laughs> it's not for sale. Because I'm. I I guess for you, I would. I have it, to figure out what the cost was on it, but I, I would do that for you. But it, even I typically though, don't want to get rid of my wild turkey at all. I'm I'm diving into this thought that I was going to take this to an event to to share with. Do you want me to take mine? Friends and business that colleagues. Keep yours? No, I'm just thinking how awesome this bottle is going to be after it's been open for two weeks. Yeah. So I was thinking I would take this and share this, but I'm concerned I may not want to share it. I bet a dime to a dollar if you call Larry Rice, there's a few of these left. Will you call Larry for me? I, I don't know that I have his number, but I can I can try to get a hold of him. We need to get Larry Rice on a podcast because dude is he's picked and I don't even care about the other two bottles we're talking about today because I'm a wild turkey, high corn fan. Yep. This bottle right here, it takes the cake. I don't know. And the funny thing is Susie might have picked this one. So let's get Susie. So on. sometimes Susie will do a pick without Larry. So I'm just kind of Have you heard that? Find, no, absolutely. She absolutely does. And Susie's palate is amazing. And, and we've had this conversation, conversation multiple times. I feel like women can taste just greatly better than men can. Jackie Zycan, and you know I'm an old faux fanboy, Jackie Zycan has picked some amazing master taster selections. Marion Barnes. She did some amazing bottles. Yes. Amazing barrels. Yes. Um, they're barrels, but yes, so, you're absolutely right. So this, I, this I mean, women just to me just – have better palates than men. They, they, and I mean, it's actually a science. Like when you look at women, like they have more taste buds than men do. So therefore they should be able to taste better than we do. I agree with you. This bottle, I'm a little concerned that I may want to set this bottle aside and not let anyone else flavor on it. I think that's not a bad idea. But bourbon is for drinking and yeah, for but, sharing, so I'm probably going to do it. But sharing at a social Listen. event in which people don't give a shit about bourbon is a little bit different than sharing with you and me, I don't, Scott. I don't share bourbon with people that don't give a shit about bourbon. Okay, there Just you go. remind me. I'll, I'll take mine. It's not that big of a deal. Mine's open. It may even be even better in 10 days. That is true. It may be better in 10 days. <laughs> and and then is, I'll buy yours. And this is the event that I'm not invited to. So. Well, that's because you're Toby. Okay, there you go. Anyways, I... Uh, this bottle is phenomenal. If you had the opportunity to pick the Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit bottle, oh, and you just poured some out, you bastard. <laughs> Silver dollar barreled on 11109, barrel number 180697. Phenomenal. All right. I love Kentucky Spirit. Shout out to my buddy Andy that introduced me to this about two years ago. And it's time for me to reintroduce myself to the Kentucky Spirit. So has Andy been on the podcast? No. <sighs> Makes sense. He's a turkey fan, though. Okay. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. All right. So the next up in our line here, and Toby, it's time for you to go ahead and pour this. So this is a bottle that I think we talked about back in April on a podcast, and I could be wrong. But there was a night where we talked about the Weller Foolproof and the Cotton Candy Weller foolproof, 114 proof. 
but this tastes nothing like a sweet potato. It tastes like cotton candy or marshmallows. Scott, what do you think? Have you tried any Weller Foolproof? Oh, absolutely. I've drinking a ton of Weller Foolproof. Uh, like I said, OWA is a one ton? of A ton? Uh, I mean, uh, quite a... I mean, if would, I had to guess... That would be a lot of Foolproof. If I had to guess, I've probably had... A ton is 2,000 pounds. 30 to 40 different Weller Foolproof bottles. In, Are since, you kidding me? Since they've been out. Yeah, I mean, I must have missed the invite over the summer. It's not even that you missed the Did invite. Did you invite Toby? No, but no. I mean, like... Everywhere that I go, no, that there, there's a Weller everywhere foolproof. Everywhere you go, everywhere that I go, that there's a Weller foolproof that is an option. To You're like, try. give me a pour, bro. Give me a pour, right? Um, any of the Weller foolproofs that I've tried that were just standard, you know, regular old Weller foolproofs, I've tried that I've that I've had the opportunity to do, and I've probably bought over the last. I mean, how long has Weller foolproof been out? Two years now? No shit, no like. Less than 12 months. months. Okay. 12 to 18 months. Um, I would say I probably own six different Weller Foolproof bottles. What the hell, bro? You don't like Weller. so I don't like wheat. So that's what I'm saying. You're not a wheat fan. So why? But this is pretty good. So that being said, I I say that not shared as many of these with you because you've not asked to try them in that situation. So, um, I, I've not tried this one yet. Let me Seems pour this one. Seems to always have an answer, doesn't he? He he has a lie. I'm a fucking politician, man. I need to run for Congress or something, right? <laughs> Mitch McConnell. You could be him. You mean bitch McConnell? <laughs> no, I don't. Anyways. No, you should mean bitch McConnell. Anyways, you're pouring yourself a uh, very oh, healthy shit. pour, bro. Sorry, my bad. It's 114 <laughs> proof, but I'm I hear you. I'm not scared of 114. Toby, you've poured this pour? Scott, what do you think? I mean, he, he damn, a, I haven't even taken a sniff yet, man. Let he me poured get in half this. a glass. It's not half a glass. This is like a finger and a quarter. It's, it is a full pour, though. It is I, at least one ounce. I typically go by a two finger pour. That's right. So this is not even a full pour than by, by the Josh Hillman standards. You got a very large Glencairn. What do they call that? This is a Canadian Glencairn. What? If you look in the bottom, it says Kentucky Bourbon Trail. You can't call that a Canadian Glencairn. I don't give hey. a fuck what the bottom of the glass says. This is a Canadian Glencairn. It's a Canadian Glencairn, eh? Eh. Hey. <laughs> it's a Canadian Glencairn, I'm eh? going to be straight with you guys. I cannot wait for COVID to let us go back to Canada, eh? Yeah, so uh, speaking of Canada, if I can digress a little bit. so You cannot. Being stuck in COVID world, right? Um, eh? I've been watching a... A shit ton of Netflix. Why? There's, a, there's, I because I, like there's nothing on television. Like there's, n- I mean, I will say now that there is actual sports showing, but for like six months we had nothing. Like literally no baseball, no basketball, no oh, baseball football, sucks. Eh? No nothing. So that being said, I started watching. Uh, I love old school cars. Like hey. I love, you know, 1968 Mustangs and was the Mustang around and, in 1968? Yeah, 68 Fastback is like one of the most iconic, you know. When did the Mustang come out? 1964. Okay. Hey. So that being said, uh, there's a show called Rust Brothers, and these dudes are from, I think, British Columbia, Canada, and they uh, restore these cars and make them all cool and stuff like that. But uh, I've, I've, I've become a big fan of the old Rust Brothers on Netflix. So hey. I, I digress. Let me take a sniff of this while everybody else talks about this, Why? then I can give you my humble opinion. So here we are. We're on the Weller Full Approve 114 Silver Dollar Single Barrel Select Number 2 Hunter's Bar. 
And this was my only Weller foolproof that I have in my collection because I don't actively seek the Weller foolproof and I don't actively seek the Weller brands at my house. So up front, the nose, a little bit of leather. Damn it. You're back to some, gnawing on some, leather. Some citrus notes. What do you mean back? Because I talked about it in a previous podcast. At least podcast, we know what to get for Christmas. I'm going to get you a piece of leather. And it, I'd like to see you chew on it. Dude, so. get get me a, um, I want a Wilson. Wilson uh, I'm going to get you a basement. strap of leather. A strap of leather. You're not going to use it for anything other Just than Just let him go it. to town on it. That's right. I might use it to spank somebody. Um, I don't I, get a whole I, lot I, in the nose. I don't think, so I do get the nose. So. I get a little bit of leather. I get a little bit of tobacco. I also get some citrus notes. Do like you chew on like, tobacco regularly? So I, I did. In my younger days, I did chew tobacco whenever you're I did old, play baseball. Right? No, I'm not old. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm over forty. So if that makes me old, then yes, I'm old. You and Toby are both old. Toby is old. Like he's like he's like ha- he's like most of the way to fifty. So you're um, half the way fifty. Yeah, he's like forty five. Forty five, eh? 45. Eh? Yeah. So and Scott's 43, eh? 43. 43, A. And here I'm 38, eh? <laughs> That's right. So that being said, so I get a little bit of tobacco, get a little bit of leather. I also get, um, I'm getting like cherry. Like No, eh? I don't. You I don't, don't get the cherries? No. So, no, no I, I get cherries. Like, uh. Like moonshine cherries? No, like, um, uh, Rainier cherries. Mount Rainier? Yeah, like Rainier cherries. Like Have you a been tart, to Mount Rainier? Like a tart cherry. No, I've never been to Mount Rainier, actually. But I've had Rainier cherries, so it's, Have it's you kind had of a, a... Have you had a Rainier beer? No. Is there a Rainier beer? There is a Rainier beer, but I hear it's made by PBR. Okay, so I digress. So it has to be good. So PBR what? is not good. I disagree. Yeah, how can you not like PBR? You cheap bastards. <laughs> Motherfucker, you were the one that said you drank Natty Light when you were in college. Milwaukee's best light. Get it right. I mean, <laughs> okay. Is there a difference? Even yes. more. No, that, that's there worse. is. And none of it was ice. So, that being said, let me go back to my my schnoz because I, I don't have a knoff. So where let, where is go the knoff? You know, I don't know where Matt is. He's not been with us the last couple of weeks. I guess he's uh, semi-retired. You, you know, those babies will make you do weird shit, right? That was so long ago, bro. I mean, hey. that was like a month ago. Come on. I mean, it's been longer than a month since his, his wife kid's had like a baby. six months old. Uh, hey. Let me see. <laughs> a, so May, June. Here's Scott's July, po- poking August, his fingers out the count. September. It's a, it is September, right? Hey. So the baby is five months old. So you're right. It is almost six months. Yeah, Matt, where the fuck are you? <laughs> hey. Um, I heard it was like a. So I do, I, I do get some of those noses up front on this thing. I don't smell any of that. You don't smell any of that? No, it's the wheat. It's blocking me. I've got some. I got some offense to gluten. All right, let me get in here. Let me. Let me oh, actually he's get a gonna taste. he's gonna do the Noff's nose. Eh? Nose. Fuck this glass. Oh. We should get some caribou crossing out. You'd love that. <laughs> I fucking hate caribou crossing. <laughs> The bottle's super sexy, though. It's like a Rock Hill Farms bottle, so yeah, it's awesome. That bourbon, as I see you pouring it down, it does look... It's a rather nice, dark amber color to it. Chug it, chug it. Do you get the cotton candy? So I do get... 
a really sweet flavor. I don't know that I get cotton candy as much as I do a juicy fruit gum. Dude, bubble gum is nasty. Like I, I get like a bubbly gummy, like almost like juicy fruit, bro. Juicy fruit. You may be the first person in the history of the world to say that bubble gum is nasty. Bubble gum is nasty. You get nothing out of it. You chew it, you chew it, and you chew it, and then you eventually spit it out. That's what she said. <laughs> you chew wow. it, and you wow. chew it, and then you spit it out. I don't want any chewing. I don't, I don't know that anybody in the history of the world has ever called bubble gum nasty. Seriously? Yeah. Not bubble gum. It's I like mean, a cow it's chewing there, its cud. There are, I'm, there I'm, are, I'm not A. <laughs> there are certain like chewing gums that are nasty, but I don't know that bubble gum is nasty. So but, I, I get like a juicy fruit. A. Almost like a big league chew maybe even. like This is a very sweet. Th- does saying big league chew make you feel like you're a baseball player? I figured you might I, be. A, I could play slow pitch softball, but I I could I cannot, dude. I now come on, dude. I could hit it anywhere on the I, field. I wanted. To, I figured other you might, than over the fence. I, I figured you might be a Babe Ruth over there, eh? No, 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 no. So uh, baseball, I pull your weight around. Like I said, I could pitch, and I was a bitch, and I stayed in right field. Like I, I mean, I couldn't catch water. I couldn't catch a fucking cold. Like, like, like people hey. did not want me in the field. Hey. Um, and my, and, and really honestly, I could probably catch the ball pretty well. I cannot throw. Like I have no arm. I'm not Toby. Like Toby's got an arm. Like Toby could literally rifle somebody down from right field, like off the, like, like three feet off the, the warning track at home plate. Toby had a cannon in his younger days. And yeah. I threw my arm out. Yeah. Toby, did you go to Jeff High? I did. Today, Toby couldn't hit your swings. <laughs> like I said, Toby in his younger days, rifle. Like, All right. Absolutely All right. just barrel All shit right. down. We digress. Uh, listen, you asked. I, I had didn't to, really. Uh, I mean, you sort of kind of did. You were like talking cash shit, like, you know, money on me like that stuff. So. Not really, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we drank through the E.H. Taylor single barrel, which was good. We drank through the Kentucky Spirit. Wild Turkey Single Barrel, which was phenomenal. And here we are at this really weeder that's eh. Single Barrel Silver Dollar number two. I'm not sure I agree with you a lot of times, but out of these three, the Single Barrel. Uh, e. They're H. all Taylor, Single Barrels. That's E.H. Taylor Single Barrel, the Weller Pro Full Proof, and the Wild Turkey. I, I would choose the Wild Turkey. A. Most of the time, we don't, I don't know that we've always agreed on our palates and choosing the right ones or the same ones today. I definitely agree with you. I'm so glad we opened that wild turkey Kentucky so spirit today. I, I'm actually going to agree, but I think I'm going to pick a different second place bottle. So Kentucky spirits first. Number one, number one, number one, one, one. Weather foolproof second. All right. E.H. Taylor third. Did I place them to give single barrel the E.H. Taylor number three? I mean, I, I don't know how you place them. I'm just giving my opinion in this situation. So. You actually know how I place them because it's Kentucky Spirit and it's Wild Turkey, and that's going to be number one in any kind of competition with Sazerac. It's like Nelly, right? It's number one. We are number one. Yes, I, I do love the Kentucky Spirit. 
It was a really good pour of these. I, I will say, though, in my humble opinion, the Weller Foolproof is a very, very super close number two. I, I would agree with you that the Weller Foolproof is a really good bottle. It initial opening of the bottle was not a fan of mine. Came around to it a couple weeks later, much better than the first time. So all are really good picks, and I would tell you, Larry Rice is an awesome picker as I've probably got 10 single barrel selects in my collection, you know, that I could ultimately afford at one point in time. Larry does a great job. I would love to go on a pick with him and to kind of forget Susie. Susie's got a fantastic palate. Apparently Susie, Susie, I think I've met you. So I'd love to go on a pick with you as well. Uh, but Larry Rice, Silver Dollar, The Pearl. If you guys haven't had a chance to go out and try a drink or a cocktail at the Silver Dollar or at the Pearl, you need to go out and do it. So with that, Scott, I'd like to go ahead and just wrap this up. So if you haven't checked out Bourbon Barrel Talk on social media, check us out on Facebook, check us out on Instagram, check us out on Twitter. BourbonBarrelTalk at gmail.com is the way to reach us by email. Facebook, Twitter is what, Bourbon Barrel T1? I don't know. I tweet a little bit, not a lot. All right. You like Twitter, I thought. No, nah, I'm not much of a tweeter. Oh, okay. So I'm the millennial age where we love Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were definitely on the Twitter side. I, I saw that you uh, you followed uh, Rusticulous, right? Well, I'm a huge UofL fan, so obviously Russ Smith is somebody I would follow. That's right. So anyway, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Josh covered. Josh covered the email. This is Scott Minton, Josh Hillman, Mister Hatfield, hanging out with us today. Tobias signing off.